With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yeah, what's going on, people? Welcome to another show for Sound City Radio. Got Lady Pisces in the building. Real rap. Whoa. I've been on the low, I've been taking my time I feel like I'm out of my mind It feel like my life is mine Who can relate? Woo! I've been on the low, I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. It feel like my life is mine. I don't wanna be alive. I don't wanna be alive. I just wanna die today. I just wanna die. I don't want to die. 
you know, whatever we're concerned about in life, but we don't seem to be concerned about what's going on in our children's lives. So I suggest that we all need to listen to this discussion and this topic tonight and pay close attention and see how we can solve this problem. And first of all, I always say this is starts at home first. So you need to figure out what's going on with your child's life. Like, find out what's, you know, uh, his hobbies and what kind of music does he like to listen to, who's his favorite artist. Um, you know, like, see, try to get involved. See what their interests are because when you do that, you can pretty much tell what direction your child is going in. Like, my son, he likes to be on the laptop all the time. And my mother always said, you need to go in there and see what he's listening to. You know, so I asked them, like, who are you listening to? What are you doing? Because they might be doing things in, online or looking at things that we don't know anything about. And, you know, during the time when I spent time, well, he's like my nephew, the um, young man that killed himself or whatever, because, you know, he was real, I'm real close with his mother, so I was close with him. But she would always, every time when they would be on the laptop, because I stayed over their house for like a whole month or two this summer, and she will always say, y'all need to get off the laptop and go to the library and get a book and read it. Now, the police are trying to say that maybe it's a possibility because they confiscated his phone and laptop that he was looking at something on YouTube that made him want to do that. These artists is out here now, Lil Uzi Vert and all these different artists is this you know, that we see on TV. We don't, I see them too because my, you know, but I look at videos and see what's going on out here today and who's saying what and this, that, and the third. But, you know, um, we need to listen, see what they're listening to. What are they watching? If they're on a laptop or in their headphones or anything of that nature because that can actually, whatever they're listening to and looking at can actually make them want to not be on this earth or might want to make, make them want to kill somebody commit suicide, be disrespectful to their elders. We have to get involved in our children's lives and see what is really going on because it doesn't make sense for an 11-year-old to want to take his life. Like, like what, what, what would make him want to do that? And it's very hurtful. I think about it every day because it's only been a week now, and now my best friend has to bury her son. You know, so this is something that we really need to talk about and see how can we prevent something like this to happen from happening to our child or anybody else. Back in the day, we were real nosy parents. We used to be all in our children's, other children's business, including ours. You know, you see a child doing something they didn't have any business doing, we were able to chastise them and their mother. But now these children are just doing what they want, being disrespectful, you know, listening to all kinds of crazy music. Oh, my goodness. The music that they listen to and what I have seen, I don't understand. The mothers don't even have a clue. Are you paying attention to what your children are doing, listening to? What are they thinking about? What are they doing when, they, with it, when they're around their friends or when they're coming home from school? We don't even know. We don't even know. They had this thing called the D Challenge, and the girls on the uh, video, I do this for the D. I, Mothers, do we even know? Do you even know that your child are making videos like that? Do we even know? That's the topic. Do we even know? So I really think that we need to start paying attention to what our children are doing because we don't want another situation like this that happens to our children or anybody else. 
My best friend has to bury her son Friday, and he's only 11 years old. A beautiful young man was playing football, just won the championship. One of his pictures, he's holding what you call that, a trophy. And now he's not even here. She talked to him on the phone, called him back. He didn't answer. She actually had to come home and find him like that. So we need to figure out what what is going on. What are they watching? Maybe we should ban, put a um, a code or something on the TV where they can't look at those videos or or something on the computer, have a password, and you see what they're looking at. Because if not, another situation like this may occur. So if anyone have anything to say about what I'm talking about, then please call in because, you know, this is a deep topic. You know, it hurts me to my heart to have to see my best friend have to go through that. And I'm just like, what will make a child want to do this? So y'all call in and we can have a deliberate dialogue about this and maybe we can come up to some type of solution or we can all be in agreement or be all on one accord on what we should do when it comes to our children. Mm. Well, people, you know what to do down at number 724-444-7444. Put that pin number at 14391-6-pound. Then you push one pound into the show and start eight the car. This is Real Rap Raw with Lady Pipe. All right, seems like you just going to join in the building. Let me go. Hey, Joy, wherever you are. I'm right here with you, girl. Listen in. I'm right here with you. Yes. Yes. How you doing? I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. There's one subject that's really serious and dear to my heart. Um, so I'll share a little bit about my my um life and things happening in my life, but most of my family. Um, I had two mm. nephews that committed suicide, two nephews, and they were older. Mm. This has been mm. some years ago. Um, they were both from the same mother, not the same father, but um, the oldest one committed suicide first. He was going through some drug situation. He was in his 30s, early 30s, and um, he was going through some drug, drug situation. The girl and him broke up, and there was a whole bunch of stuff going on with them for a while. But I guess he figured um, the way he could escape from his problem, and I guess to make her hurt herself for more, because there's a different reason why people commit suicide. It doesn't matter what, I guess we could say what age, but their whole thing is they, in their own mind. The enemy feeds them that they, can't, they have no way of escape. They have no hope. Nobody cares about them. It's all about them. They're suffering. And it, it, my suffering is the worst it could ever be. This is the worst I could ever go through in my life. I'm just going to end it. So they got a whole lot of reasons and thoughts that go through their mind, and they're their own worst enemy. Then they'll say some reasons like they have psych issues or the they're, they're bipolar or they got other things going on, and sometimes it's the drugs that make you commit suicide. I don't know all the different dynamics of it, but, yes, there are things mm-hmm. on the TV, um, the video games they're watching. you got to be so careful about what they're watching on the video games and what goes into their mm-hmm. ears. And don't forget about how the government puts subliminal suggestions in the atmosphere, especially for in the poor communities because it's not enough of us dying quick enough. They kind of take care of us, start taking care of us. Make a long story short, <laughs> I just have a lot of ideas about this whole thing about um, young people. So my young my young nephew is in his 32 minutes suicide, and then four years later that affected our family even more was that my brother's son, four years old, four four years, um, so he was in his late 20s probably, just as close, that they were close together, he committed suicide. 
right behind his brother. So two brothers in the same family committed suicide right behind each other, and they both did it on Friday the 13th. So both families on Friday the 13th, and it's this time of year, like September or August and stuff like that. And that that mother, it was her only two sons, I know she is devastated, devastated, devastated. It's just a matter yeah. of and it and it happened in her house. So it's like so sad. You find people. And they always people. blame themselves. They blame themselves. Mm-hmm. They blame mm-hmm. themselves for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's very you, you can you can do a lot of that blame shifting. You don't see the signs of it and things like that. And say, I wish I should have could have could have known. But you don't. People don't always express what's in their minds. Some people are introverts or extroverts. And so even though different things, like I thought I was just sharing um, on my show last night on uh, Joy to the World that um, Robin Williams was a comedian. He committed suicide. He did. He was bipolar. He had a lot of issues. Who knew? The fun, one of the funniest men, I think, in the whole wide world, Robin Williams, would commit suicide. I mean, yeah, that's true. Him. So I'm not yeah. putting And I'm Don not, Cornelius. And, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not putting down, like, and these people are successful. This is like the, that crazy guy that killed you know, people. He's a millionaire. Why would you kill a lot of yeah. people like that? So what? Right. What in, what enemy is out like out here trying to, to, to take away the human race or just kill people? So that suicide demon is very very real. I mean, for different yeah. whatever. Mm. Um, like when we think about how we diet, like different things that we want to eat, we got to be careful that the to have to plead our nourishment, our, our vitamin um, that we that we need in our system. We can't continue to to stop eating this one food and not put the nourishment in our body. So we didn't have that kind of like off balance or be dehydrated because we're we're starving ourselves or whatever case may be. So we gotta be so careful and balance how we live our life. It's not yes. easy. But I may I took I towards more of the optimistic side than the pessimistic side. People wanna be always gloom and doom. I I go more towards the to look at the best in everybody, to go more towards that joy aspect, to go more towards that I have hope. You know, I know we got the Trump, the people, and the, the nuclear missile that's going off, whatever the case may be, but guess what? I can't control that. I'm not that powerful to control that. I'm going to pray and keep my life on the right field. So all of us have to still be mindful. we got to live our life. We go to the outward things that happen. So uh-huh. he, just, he just said he didn't really have any hope. I don't know what's happening in his household, but whatever. But that the that 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 championship thing that's serious. That that's kind of a wonderful thing. But he didn't find um joy in that. That didn't make him happy. Uh, Nothing he wanted. That yeah. we don't know what he wanted. He, he didn't express it. Maybe I don't know. But I'm so sorry for that mother. That's the saddest thing I'm on the phone. That's so okay. sad. You know, so oh. sad. I'm so so sorry for that mom. Who who who? You know, you can't express the loss of a child. You you just can't express. I don't. I'm not. I can't. Say I feel what she feels because that pain is deep and pain is hurt. It hurts. So I just really feel bad for her. And she'll be in my prayers, and you just gotta be strong yes. with her. Keep on leading her to you know to God to help her out because that's all she's gonna get through this. It's gonna be a hard road for her for a long time. You know, no graduation, no marriage. You know, no grandkids with that. So it's, it's gonna be a whole lot that she's gonna think about over and over and over again. And like she's probably getting depressed. You know, so. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long road for you and your best friend. It's gonna be you know I can't say you know I just gotta pray for y'all really because it's gonna be hard you know so sad for that yes. you know you know I spoke with her yesterday and it happened two days before Thanksgiving. Wow, wow, and wow. Uh, it's you know That's what it means. Huh, yeah, you know what's interesting is because. They, before they do that, the part that gets me is 
they act normal like nothing is wrong. Right. Like when you see them or talk to them on the phone, because when she talked, spoke with him on the phone, he was acting, you know, his normal self. And then when she came home 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, then, you know, he's, you know, in that situation. He's, that's what, you know, he's, whatever he did, hung himself, whatever. But how can they, I just don't understand how can they act normal and then just turn around and then just say, you know what, I'm getting ready to uh, commit suicide. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't show. But you know what, a lot of times they do show signs, but we ignore them. Right, right. We, so, we don't pay yeah. attention to them. Yeah, we don't, we don't always know what goes on people's lives. And I've looked up some, some things about suicide. I don't know different things, but when I put in the computer, like, as far as how to look up certain things about the different reasons why teenagers or young people commit suicide, it just uh. says that, that they grieve over something, something they, they grieve over something else that happened. I don't know what happened in a young man's life. Maybe if, if his father's in his life, maybe he's grieving over his father. You, this is, this is a, something, something, you know, think about, especially for our young black men. A lot of times their fathers are not in their house or in their life, and they're not present. That young people grieve over their fathers. Not, women do too, but I'm just saying. There's also another thing that they say here is sexual abuse could be an issue. We don't know. Uh-huh. We don't financial, know that. His... Financial problems could be an issue. That the mom has financial problems, and he's still like, he's the reason for her financial problems. Let me just end my life. You, right. I can, I can go on and on and on. Right. You know, but who knows? But she knows. Who knows? But he knows. He didn't, he didn't say why. He didn't even know to say what was going on. The last conversation we had with him, that was, you know, I don't know what it was about. You don't know what it's about. She does. but uh-huh. So we don't know what he was feeling. You know, it could be rejection. It could be, it could be all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Okay? I just gave you a little bit of stuff, but who knows? Only God knows. And that enemy is putting things in people's mind and make it and magnify it to the to the tenth power over and over again. You know, hundred percent is magnified. Like there's no way out, and it is a way right. out. Right. But we can't. Well, you turn your life over to God. Like mm-hmm. that's why we don't have God in the household. Like we used to back in the day, because back in the day we we were forced to go to church. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the household had to go to church every Sunday, and Bible studies, whatever, whatever your place of worship is. We mm-hmm. had to go to our place of worship every time my mother went. See, it's not God in the household. You know right. what I mean? It's not. That's that's the problem because if they had God in their lives and were surrounded and saturated with the love from God, they wouldn't even want to do that. Yeah. I have to say the so truth, to know, to know the true and the living God and the, in a real way have a relationship. Because there, there are people that still believe in God that are in church but not really of the things that are being there because they go for, like, just being made to go. They don't say they want to be there. There's other reasons that they, you know, all these things still overtake them. All the problems uh-huh. of life, all the normal problems of life overtake them. Yeah. And that young man would become, would go, become young, young boy would become a man one day. And he had to realize yeah. he had to take responsibility for the things that happened in his life. And that's a hard thing. It's a hard thing. You don't have, you don't have a man in your life that's helping you to go into manhood. We need our men and our families. We need them to help these young men. Take no men around. Young men. We do. Yeah. We yeah. There's no men around. There's no men really in my family except my brother that comes mm-hmm. and, you know, see how we're doing over here, but there's no men. He had his father around him almost every day. So wow. explain that one. His father, well, wow. his father's the one that used to take him to practice. Wow. <laughs> he had his father in his life all the time. His father would come and get him. I'm a witness to it because I was there for a whole month 
this summer, and I witnessed it myself. Something shifted. Something shifted. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe because sometimes in a lot of things that parents need to know and be aware of, we think our children do not know what we are doing, but they do. Mm -hmm. You never know. He could have been uh, in his mother's business, not liking her lifestyle, just that and the other, and just said, I'm tired of this, I'm fed up, because when you're little, you can't really express to your mother, like, "Um, I don't like you uh, seeing different men, or I don't like you doing drugs, or I don't like you doing this, I don't like you doing this. Yeah, so they don't don't have it in them to go to their mother and tell them or or fuss at them about them having different men around, or, or getting high, or... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, not not being productive, just laying around. You know, they can't really express that. Well, some kids especially do, but at like a young age, mm-hmm. they don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable with coming to their mother or their father saying, "Mom, it's really bothering me to keep seeing y'all fighting every day." The right. mother might be like, "You need to mind your damn business and and stay in the child's place." Well, that would be the first it. thing <laughs> that they would say. Our parents did it. <laughs> They said, mind your business. <laughs> yeah, they did say, mind your business, but this is 2017. They weren't having a lot of people committing suicide back then, neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. You know what I mean? So, so of course, you say, you better go get out of my face and go sit down somewhere. They they were, they were going to room and be upset, but they wasn't thinking about committing suicide. Yeah. Even if you got your body. Yeah, this is a different world we live in. And even when you would get your behind with, you'll just take it like a grain of salt with a grain of salt and just get over it. And then mm-hmm. the next day you'll be fine or later on that night. But this is different. This is a different world that we're living in. You know, they feel like they can't come to the parent and tell the mom, this is really bothering me with y'all arguing all the time. Or, mom, I really don't like to keep seeing you being high and intoxicated all the time. Or, Mom, why do you have to keep having all these different men in here? I don't like that. You know, I wish you would please stop. Mm-hmm. Some children feel like they cannot do that. And their mothers make them feel like they can't either because, like I said, they'd be like, you need to stay in a child's place or go to your room. We always tell our children, go to your room when, right. we're trying to do, when we're trying to do us or get rid of our children. And they know it. They're not stupid. They're probably like, oh, my mother want to get rid of me so she can have some man over or she want to get high or she want to party and twerk with her friends or go out and do this and do that. Children know what's going on out here. Oh, yeah, they do. Or with, or with, their, or with their mother or with their father. So we don't know what was going on in both households. He goes see the father. We don't know what's going on there. At home, you understand it might could have been things could have been just too much for him. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pull, it's a pull, and like they say, also one of the one of the main reasons, especially with young people, it could be all that stuff we're talking about too. But it also can be some kind of mental illness, mental illness is undetected. So yeah, also some other mental things that could happen, and it got nothing to do with the mom or dad. It's just that some some mental things were there. That was not was not detected. So this is any not just that child, but any child's life. I'm talking about any child, not just that particular child, but any child's life that could be undetected. That things could happen that that were never talked about. Like I mentioned about the abuse earlier, and some people hide uh-huh. stuff. You know, talk about it. Like these women now coming out with the sexual assault stuff after 10, 15, 20 years. All this uh-huh. 
because you wanted to climb the corporate ladder, but you didn't say anything at the time you was going through, but now the person is high up, and you want to go ahead and say something about it. I, I have a little different little opinions about that. Yes, you should tell your story, but why you wait so late? Now you successful, this person successful, and you want to bring them down with you mad because they didn't pay, they didn't pay some money. I don't know the whole details. So I gotta always be the devil's advocate and say what's the whole story. Uh-huh. I want to hear the whole story, okay? What happened behind closed doors? What y'all uh-huh. talking about? Didn't pay you off, whatever, whatever. Now you mad about right. But hey, but if you gonna rise up into that, that thing, make yourself spotless. Don't rise up with a whole bunch of garbage, okay? So they that's their right. Story. They wasn't able to hold up their garbage in their life. They had to come down. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. So do you believe that can be hereditary? As far as being depressed, depression? Oh, oh yeah. Chemical and that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I so if you're, if you're pregnant and depressed, it can go to your child? It can. Oh, yeah. Of course it can. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And oh, they'll yeah. have depression. You're in the same, you're in the same household, yeah. Eating the same food, uh-huh. you got the same, you got the same, you got the same, you got the same uh, chromosomes going through your body. It could be all kinds of stuff. It doesn't have to be. Like, okay, say like, for, say for instance, this might not be the same situation, but say in my family, my, one of my family is diabetes. One of my family. Uh-huh. But if I well, begin to take about care of myself and try to eat more leafy green vegetables and give it a right. salt, sugar, the white, the white powder, you know, salt, sugar, right. flour, the white stuff, I don't know, like, things uh-huh. that will cause that, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I would do better. I would do better to maybe do, live my life a little bit better and not be diabetic because I'm trying to take better care of myself and eat better. Go to, right. go to the doctor every and year and get my annual checkup, get my blood work, you know, get my physical every year. You know, take uh-huh. my blood pressure. Take my blood pressure every year. So I'm going to, I'm going preventive things because my family runs hypertension. Blood pressure, and that is the truth. It's my family, my family for real. But I don't have uh-huh. any indications of it. Thank God, I've been trying to do better eating, my, you know, eat my food better. So uh-huh. mental illness and suicide, we got to look at some. There could be possibilities, some thing that happened in the family years ago with somebody else. Because there's a whole bunch of stuff in people's family. Look at this, um, what people call um, generational curses. Uh-huh. You ever heard that phrase before, generational curses? Yeah, I heard that when I uh, go to church sometimes. They said it breaks. The generational curses. Yeah, I, the they always curse. say that. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. In my family, in my family, it would be abuse. It would be sexual abuse in my family or child abuse in my family. Okay, but it was mostly because because of alcohol and how we were brought up under that alcohol demon. So in my family, uh-huh. a lot of things like that. So people don't care what they do when with kids when they drinking. Who cares what they do? Uh huh. <laughs> so, but the kids, the kids care. Things you know happen like that. So. I know it's a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I'm so glad you're on the air and you're doing this. This is a really hot topic. I'm not sure if he wants to play on the radio or whatever. I don't know if he has a song that can help express yeah, how you should feel about the song. Will he can cue a song? Yeah, and I was. Know, yeah, I was talking it. about. Yeah, this is a good topic because I was also talking about this and you know the seven sense of atonement, like atoning with family members. Uh, you know, people oh. that that are dear to you and everything because the way we are all dying, I mean, leaving this earth so fast, we don't want to leave what them, you know, we don't want them to leave or us to leave without them saying, you know what, the last time I talked that we had an argument, I told her I hate her, don't call me no more, I said something mean to this person. That we had, It's time for us to atone. That's the worst right there, what you just said, that's the worst. That's the worst? 
leaving somebody, having an argument with somebody, and somebody died. That's the worst. Yes. That's the worst. Yes. Yes. Because uh, my sister had passed away uh, two years ago, and um, at first we didn't we didn't really have a good relationship. We were always, you know, we'd just be having words, passing words. So before she passed away, my brother was like, you need to, uh, you know, make a tone or whatever, make amends with your sister or whatever. And, you know, you need to do that. Cause, and the next thing I know, I talked to her on the phone and, you know, atoned and, you know, made try to make everything right because we used to argue a lot. And then right after that, she passed away. So that's another thing. We need to tone with our family members. And people that are dear to us because you don't want that to happen. I'm glad I did atone with her so I wouldn't be feeling any guilt. Right. You know? Right. right. I know. So um, I think that's what we need to do. We need to, after this or this session or this um, topic or whatever, whoever is listening, they need to find whoever that they weren't speaking to, even if it's just one person, and, you know, just tell them you apologize or try to talk it out or both of y'all try to talk it out so that you can make amends with that person because the way we going, we cannot be here today and going tomorrow. We'll be here today and going today. Wow. That's true. That's true. Here today and going oh. today. Right. Tomorrow's not, tomorrow's not promised, so I'll share. We'll fix for before she'll play some um, music. Um, years okay. ago, I was a kid at the time. This was, in, this was in 1968. My dad died when I was eight years old. But the circumstances, I was eight years old, the circumstance around my dad's death was my mom and dad used to argue a lot. Uh-huh. Um, argue a lot. My mom had four boys and, my, and me by my dad. So they used to argue a lot about whatever, different them going out and drinking, stuff like that. So my mom said to my dad one day, this is what I remember. I mean, that be the actual definite true story. I, I can talk to her now. She's 90 years old. She's still here. But what I heard the story was <laughs> is that they had argument that, that, that day. She said to him, that morning, it'd be better off if one of us was dead. Be better off if one of us was dead. Be better off. That was the exact words I heard that somebody said that she said. So the bottom line is that night they made up whatever. But my dad never came home that night because he died in a car accident. He died oh, where? He died in a car accident that night. Are you serious? He never, he never, he never made it home that night after the word was said. So our words are so powerful. You got to be so careful with your words out your mouth. Even when you're speaking something, you're, not, you're joking around. I just try to be more mindful to speak things that I really mean. And when I do say something that I don't really mean, like, you should make me sick. I'm sick of these people. I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. Stop saying the word. Stop saying the word, you sick, you sick, you sick. And guess what? You might want to be a uh-huh. sick for real. I, I just be very mindful that I want to say speak things of life and nothing. Yeah, nothing your tongue can be a, a weapon. Yeah, your, your tongue is definitely a weapon for good or for evil and for life or for death. So I'm just being more mindful as I say, but I believe that's what happened when I was eight years old. And my mom um, spiraled into a life of alcoholism because of it, because mm. she felt much guilt behind it. Oh, yeah. wow. You're telling me some deep things, girl. So go ahead. Huh. Can you so, hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I'm thinking about that, you know, thinking about that right now. So I'm to be more mindful what I say out my mouth because of that. That story has been in my heart for years and years and years. Never, never left my mind at all. And you know what I've been doing lately, Joyce? I've been into prayer and meditation. Um, I think a lot of people should get involved with that, where I actually meditate. And I try to do it every night, and it makes me feel so peaceful. And I also watch this video called Words of, uh, I think, Confirmation or something like that, where they keep 
repeating things like, I am love, I am a black queen, I am beautiful, I am successful. Like, it just keeps saying it over and over again for a whole hour. And that's wow. what I do. Because what you say is speaking into existence. That's true. That's true. So that's what I've been doing lately. I've been praying and me- praying and meditating, meditating, and words of confirmation. And like it just keeps saying it over and over again. I believe I'm saying it correctly. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Cause yeah. it's, it's a, they're, they're words of affirmation. And the affirmation. Did I say that? I said confirmation. It's affirmation. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, your yeah, words of affirmation. I'm sorry. That, I, was, no, I knew something okay. wasn't sounding right. Uh, That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I know what you meant. Yeah, words that's of okay. affirmation. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all need so to do that in our life. Yes, we all need to do things like that in our lives because it has really been helping me, like, as far as to be calm and be peaceful because, you know, I'm always, my mother, I call myself the angry black woman. Because sometimes I get an attitude and I always have to ask myself, like, what, what am I so angry about, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to uh, pray, do prayer and meditation so it can help me, you know, as far as with my attitude, my spirit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how I think, my mindset, what I mm-hmm. say to others. It helps me to control my anger and my anxiety. Well, so we'll go ahead, huh? Mm-hmm. This life is a journey. So you want to do it right Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and so, we'll, so your dreams. You have... You have a lot of talents and abilities, Pisces, and I don't think that you really understand. You have a lot of gifts to give to this world, even with the, the topic that you brought up. is something that's very personal to you, but it's, I can feel it's very okay. heartfelt, and it really struck home to you that you have a young son. You have family that you care about. You want nothing to have. Yes. You want to know what the preventative measures are, but I know love overcomes a whole bunch of things. You give your best, and you do your best by somebody, and you keep, keep on giving them what you got to give them. You can't, they can't, you can't feel like you're to blame. You can't feel like you're the person that it's your fault. So don't put it back on you, because that's what the enemy wants you to do. Put it back on you, that's your fault. And I hope that mother mm-hmm. doesn't feel that. At least hope she feel she doesn't. She was she like that do. at first. Mm-hmm. She was like that at first. Um, I spoke with her. She's getting a little bit better, but she said she has to take each day at a time. Uh, you know, so it's like we just have to. I, I have two children, and ever since that happened, I'm more on top of things. Even though it's only been a week, you know, my mother said you could change your life around, and I think she said 24 hours or 22 hours, something like that. But I now it made me be more. I was already aware and concerned of what my children were doing, but it made me even more aware. Like, I'll just go in the room and be like, what you listening to? What are you on now? You know, like, I pay more attention than I was before. And I think we all should do the same. It starts yeah, my, at home first. Yeah, my kids are grown now, but they I have grandkids that I worry about. And I, and I, oh, I, wow. I say worry and respect that of other people hurting them or the other way, like you said, about the suicide thing. But I don't, as far as suicide, I don't think it's not, it's not as much. Because I think we're building good self-esteem in them, that, that they're valued and that we appreciate we that we love them. But you can yeah. never sense how they feel as far as when they go to school, how people are treating, like you said, about the bullying. Right. You've got to be so mindful to uplift your children to know that they're valued and you're doing your best you can by them. That doesn't mean spoiling them and making them rot and getting them ready for want You still chastise, you still discipline, let them know the end result of their consequences of what their actions and stuff are like that. But right. Let them know that I will love you regardless. I will I will be there for you regardless of what you know of different things. I'm here for you. Talk to me about anything. My two my kids when they were growing up. Tell me anything. 
Talk to me about anything you want to talk about. I don't care what it is. Don't, don't keep no secrets. Tell me, tell me what it is. I won't, I won't be hurt or offended. Tell me, what, what, what's on your mind? What's on your mind? Tell me. They hated me for that. They like, so overprotective. You just, I was like, look, what's going on? <laughs> You're right about that because a long time ago, are you ready to play the music as well? Or am I talking too much still? Or am I talking a lot? No, no, I can't talk. No, we don't need no music. Y'all are killing the death. This is so okay. beautiful. It's unbelievable. And people are listening. Matter of fact, people, push star eight. If you want to, this is unbelievable, man. You are actually ministering. You're not even ministering. And you don't even know it yet. But look. She could have got it from it, could have been something she's seen or 
I, I don't know. It could have been something she's saying that I did because I ain't going to lie. I used to be very wild back in the day. You know what I mean? That's a lot of people, mothers in denial about things, and they don't want to speak up and, and tell the truth. But I'm I'm a realist. I'm the type of person that to tell you how I was because I'm not doing it now. You know, I changed my life around. But I used to do all kinds of stuff, and I just kept wondering, like, where did she get that from? You know, but God is good, and he changed it all around, and she's no longer like that. Now, she does still have the boyish ways a little bit. I guess she has to work on it. Like some days I'll be like, why don't you put, you know, some eyeliner on or beat your face a little bit. She just has to, I guess, get used to that. Because she was like, you know, the boy type, you know, as they call it, a dom, a bottom or whatever. But I mean, a top, whatever they call it. But I'm just thankful to God. Yeah, I'm just thankful to God that he turned it all around. So God does answer his prayers. And what you put out in the universe as far as being wicked and, and being vindictive and, and, you know, just being um, evil and just doing things you should not be really doing to hurt people, what you put out in the universe will come back to you. People don't believe that. Like, you just doing evil things to people and just, you know, just hurt, being hurtful to people that really care about you. God, as I always tell people, God sees everything. That's my favorite motive, my, my favorite, um, you know, thing that I always say. I always say that, like, God sees everything, and he That's does. Right. That's right. So when speaking on that same That's thing. That's one of my favorite models. You read, you read with yourself. That's what we say. You read with yourself. Yeah, you read with yourself. If you sow to yourself corruption, you shall reap that same thing in your life, corruption. If you sow to yourself the seeds of the spirit, you shall reap the fruit of the spirit. You know, that's love, uh-huh. peace, long-suffering, patience, and temperance, those things that are good before God. But I'll say all that to say that when we're younger, we want to experiment and try different things. And I'm going to go that where I was younger, I tried to experiment different things just like other people do. You have some people uh-huh. coming to your life, especially men in lifetimes, they say, oh, you look good, honey, and all kinds of stuff. And then you find the man is married later on in life. How did the man is married? You uh-huh. be married. And, you know, sometimes uh-huh. you, know, you don't know. I'm going to go there. I didn't know, but it was separated, all these different things, but who knows, okay? So when I got married, <coughs> I want a person that's a monogamous relationship, one-on-one. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. So guess what happened? My husband stepped out on me mm-hmm. and had another baby by another woman. So these things, mm-hmm. you think about, you read what you sow. I didn't know it was going to that extent. Sometimes you, you, you read it worse than what you might have gave it out, intentionally or unintentionally. Be mindful how you're living mm-hmm. before the universe, before your creator. So be respectful mm-hmm. of other people. So he said, love mm-hmm. with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength, and love your neighbor you love yourself. So anything you wouldn't do to yourself to hurt yourself, to hurt yourself, to stab yourself, to stab yourself, would you hang yourself? You know what I'm saying? Just being, being, why would you do this to your neighbor? Don't do hurtful things to other people, never do to yourself. So therefore, I'm saying, you read what you sow. So my, my motto is, like you probably heard me say it many times before, do unto others that I have to do unto me. So therefore, I want to respect mm-hmm. people. I want to be kind to people. I want to show them some concern, some consideration, and seeing them higher than I've seen myself at, at different times. You want to sit here? Go ahead. You sit here. I'll, I'll stand. I'll go over here. I ain't got to sit there all the time because that's my seat. Who, who, what's the way my seat? You can sit there. You tired? Sit down. It's no big mm-hmm. deal. It's no big deal. We come in this life one way or in this life. Why are we so mean to people? Why are we treat people so much with disrespect? Why are we so evil? Why is our faith all turned up, turned up, upside down? Because we have to put down the people. That's not fair. That's not fair. You know? 
we're not the fan of misery love company. It's a true statement. So we gotta get our life set on the right till on the right balance. If you can't be around mm-hmm. people and be and be peaceable, you need to stay home. Stay mm-hmm. home. Get the life together. Mm-hmm. Like you said, pray. Meditate. Mm-hmm. See what we see where the where the where the bleeding is. See where the disease is. Get it out of it. You know, yeah. ask God for some healing. Find love. So we all got things in our life. This is a journey crisis. We are a work in progress. We need to know yeah. that we're not temple, that we're valued, that we should be appreciated by other people. If we get we're not, we shouldn't put our put our throat before swine. They don't want to be around us, it's okay. Don't be a sensitive uh-huh. Don't be trying to get them back and show, you know, I got you. I got you. I'm going to get you. No, don't even got to do all that. Uh-huh. That's not necessary. Uh-huh. No. Just be at peace with yourself and keep it, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yeah. But I love this topic. I love this topic. I love this conversation. I think, you know, hope we can read some healing for ourselves and we can be able yeah. to life to other people. You know, y'all, this is, this is out there. This is Lady Pisces and this is her show. You can dial 724-444-7444. She had a good time yes. for right now. I believe the is one four three nine one six pounds. You know, one pound to listen in and start eight to start. Yes. Start eight. Yes. Yes. She wants to conversate with you. She got a lot of good insights. Yes. Yes. She wants to share what's going on in her life and her heart to the people. So people, yes. start eight. Start eight. We have the tone. We have the tone out here and find out what's going on in our children's lives. We really have to do this. Like, we have to change everything around, or it's going to be more homicides, more suicides. You know, like, we don't we don't want this anymore. We're trying to make a change. Like, you know, it's, it's time to do something different. It's time for change. It's time for a new beginning, and that's real. We need to find out what's going on because, like I said, when my son comes home from school, I always ask him, how was your day? Did anybody bother you today? Was there any drama? I always ask some things. Would there anybody say to you that, you know, that you didn't like or that bothered you every time when he comes home from school? As soon as he gets in the door, I let him catch his breath, and then I ask him that. And I sit and listen to everything that he's talking about that happened in school, even if I don't want to listen to it. At first, I used to have a deaf ear and be like, oh, God, here we go again. I'm not going to lie. I'm keeping it real. But then I said, I can't, I can't do this. Because then he would walk away and say, you know what? You're not listening, or I'm not even going to tell you because you know you're not going. You're going to just get mad and not listen to what I'm saying. So now I change that all around, and I actually literally listen to what he is saying. He uh, will be 17 years old in January, so I have to make sure his mind is right. You know, because he all everything that he goes through, it usually happens at school. These schools are corrupting our children. Mothers, y'all, y'all don't even, y'all need to see what's going on with your children. Your children out here bullying people and making them feel bad and calling them out their names. Like this, to me, this segment is really too also about the mothers, about paying attention to what is going on in your child's life because an ignorant mother sometimes mainly produces an ignorant child. Just know that. Like if you're out there doing stuff you don't have any business doing and being inappropriate or not doing things like, you know, acting or doing things that a mother would do or, you know, as far as, you know, being a mother to your child. Now, you could be their friend, but don't be smoking and drinking with them and twerking with them and all that because they're not going to respect you really uh, when when you really want them to. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. I know from experience. I used to be like that with my daughter. 
having a good time with her and this and the other. Now, when I'm trying to really be a mother and not be like that, she's just like, like what? Like, you know, just almost acting like she's my mother. But now it's getting better. She's starting to respect me, and I'm starting to respect her. I'm telling y'all all this from experience because I have done all of these things before. So, therefore, I know. I know the outcome. I know what will happen in the end. Or if you keep doing this, I know what will happen. They won't have any respect for you. You try to be like telling them what to do. They're going to look at you like you're crazy. So we need to just start, you know, being a, a mother to our children or father to our children. You know, you just can't just live life like this anymore. We have to make a change. It's time for a change. It's time for a new beginning. That's what it's all about. We need to be more aware of what's going on in our surroundings. You know, you got to be aware out here. You know, we have to focus because with all these things that's going on in the world now, these disasters and um, these wars that Trump or whoever is, is getting started, we're so busy worrying about other things. We're not seeing the bigger picture. How are we going to prepare for all of this? Do we have things for um, in case it's a disaster? Do we have our disaster kit ready? You know, like, because we might be, we didn't get any... Um, Storms and floods and everything, but and hurricanes and earthquakes. But we do get a lot of snow. We do get bad snowstorms. So what if a snowstorm is coming soon, or you know, around the time when it really gets cold, and we're all uh, confined to one place? Like, what what if the lights go out? Do we have uh, candles? Do we have batteries? Uh, do we have a heater in here in case it's freezing? Do we have blankets? Do we have canned goods? Do we are we storing water, first aid kits? We need to find out. We need to get focused because it's coming. It's coming. You know, we probably think like, oh yeah, well we looking at the uh, earthquakes and the storms that happened in those areas or whatever that was on TV all this summer, and we probably think like, yeah, well, it's not. It, oh wow, look at them. That is so sad. They in all that water and this, you know. But we're not thinking about like. Damn, when is when when is our destruction going to come? You know what I mean. So we need to get prepared. We need to get prepared. I'm starting to store water. I have the list of the things that I need to get, so I'm going to start working on that. And I suggest that everyone does as well. They need to know what to get in their disaster kit. They can call me, and I will most definitely uh, give them. Uh, whatever was on the list so that they can start getting their disaster kit ready. So, Tracy, too, I'm going to share something that um, some people don't think that we need in our community because they think, oh, the church can solve all our problems when it comes to this. I can tell you they can do some things, but there are some times you need to talk to somebody, especially a grief counselor. When I was eight, I didn't have a grief counselor. So I believe that's one of the reasons why I went looking for love in all the wrong places and uh-huh. not, not really respecting men. I had brothers doing what they wanted to do, and I was that, that was my example. How they treated the women that they were messing around with, that was my example. Oh, they want to fight all the time. They want to cuss off. Oh, that's how, how men got to treat me. That's how, that's how they love you. That's what I grew up uh-huh. in. So, so it was okay, but it wasn't okay. It was not okay. That wasn't real love or true love, but that's how I learned it. You know, my mom, uh-huh. had, three, my mom had two guns in the house. 22 and a 38. <laughs> uh, Seven, stepfather. Wow. Seven. Oh, my mom did not play. We used to call her Annie Oakley. 
Yeah, you call it what? Annie Oakley. That's why I call Annie. Go get your gun. Okay, yeah, I got you. Oh, cowboy, cowboy movies. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. like, yes, it was yes. Very, like, for a child like me, was very scared. Was very scared. Very scared. So our children are growing up with what they call toxic shock syndrome. I think they call it, or the, the one with the men on the um, when they call it the service, and they um can't cope with things happening in their life. See, think about that young man. He didn't tell you safe. Oh, Trump is this is what I hear on the news all the time. In school time, the war's come, war, war coming to an end. <laughs> so, see, you don't know what they're hearing all the time in school or out in the atmosphere, like the kids are sharing on the neighborhood, saying out on the, on the block. We ain't worried about nothing anyway because the, the, the bomb going to hit us, whatever, you know. This, yeah. Be in their mind. <laughs> so, yeah, you are. We're going to die anyway. But, but. <laughs> But that's not that's not the case, but that's what some people think. So. I know, but they still have children out here, grandchildren, mothers, fathers, relatives, loved ones. So they can't think like they shouldn't think like that, even though they do, but they shouldn't. Right, they shouldn't. But like you said, even though they do, but they shouldn't. Um, you know, just be in mind for that. We got to be, you just got to care about people and love people. Yeah, and respect your elders. I still, I respect my elders. I don't even care if they're almost my age. I still respect them. You know, like, I still call my older uncles and aunts, Uncle Daryl, Aunt this, Aunt that. You know what I mean? And I'm older now. I've I just always been brought up to respect my elders. So we have to definitely. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, right out your father and your mother. Such a day to be Yeah, longer. your days will be longer. Yes, yes, the Lord yes. Lord, God, uh, give it to you. So, if you respecting your elders, that starts with your mom and dad at home. You know. Yeah, it starts at home first, because like I was saying, these mothers don't even know that their children are out here doing this. Sometimes I don't know why, but I just I get mad mad at the mothers, or not mad, but disappointed in the mothers, because. If the mothers can make sure that their children are behaving in a manner in which they should be behaving, then a lot of these, a lot of things would change in this world, a lot. But they don't care. They're so busy focused on them, themselves, or you know what I mean, their own personal needs and relationships, needs and wants and all that. They're not even paying attention to their children. I might need to start my own foundation. Yeah, hot, hot, hot yeah I think it was. Huh? The saying is babies having babies. So yes, yes, yes. Growing up themselves, you got young mothers here. I'm going to start with 13, which is still kind of young. And then maybe yes. another mother that, still was, that was 17 when she had her. So here you got three generations under 40 years old. And you got, wow. And that's prevalent in our community. So. We don't think about the kind of stuff we have babies raising babies and we haven't even finished growing up ourselves. So you have mothers that are trying to be friends with their children and go out yep. with their children, hang out, hang out with them. Here, try this girl. This is all, no. Drinking no. and smoking. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Time out. Time out. Can I interrupt y'all? Yeah. People, I don't know how to say this, but we have another individual that wants to get in the building and I got to bring them in right now. But before I bring them in right now, you just push the start eight button two because they already beat you to it. <laughs> But um, you can understand this network is called Sound City Radio. We practice freedom of speech, uh-huh. freedom of growth, freedom of learning. That's why I call it Sound City Radio. 
you to do is be real, be safe. And try not to curse too much. <laughs> no, be ready. Yes, call us. You're live on the air. I believe it's the one we call. What's your name? Shalom, my sisters. And shalom. I say shalom, but you all are doing an awesome job on here right now. I knew. It was I, oh, I thank you. you in the building. Now we're about to go to another level. No, we're not going to another level. It, no, it's just I'm talking about another level of what we're talking about now because all of y'all got chemistry. And it's that chemistry that's going on right now. This is like a perfect show. It's ministry in the midst. Okay. Yes. No, I, I I just um called in and and been listening to the ladies go back and forth, and it's been awesome. You all Thank are you. some some great information, um, positive. Um, yes. And then on the level in which that. We all need to be talking about in general, mm-hmm. period. But then, at the same time, you can't talk to any and everybody about what is so real in life, or because people feel that they want to be, they want to know, or uh. it it scares them to know. Because when you all was just talking about the generation, as far as um, the parents not being parents, right? And it, I believe that a lot of this has started when they dropped the crack game on. Uh huh. See, sister. And a lot of that had really done a lot of things for the parents that. It, that are in our age group and a little bit older, even a little bit younger, but it was all designed to to destroy us because one to destroy our race. As you know that we are people that are very strong. So they had to come up with something creative because mm-hmm. everything else they was trying couldn't kill it. Right. Okay. So even though a lot of our people, loved ones, friends, extended family members, we all have experienced that within our family, even our immediate family, a sister or brother, yeah. however it may yeah. go, someone that we all know has has gone through something of these designer drugs. But now that... There is this opium problem now and everyone wants to help. But when it was a crack game problem in our neighborhood, we didn't hear about help. Soon as it's all about their people, preserving their people, there are so many programs and everything else. To where is that? They can go into a program after they didn't stole something, got a record and everything, and come out and get a job. Whereas that our people, once they made it legal to sell marijuana, yeah, 
I feel 100% that the people who was arrested up under that, their weed selling, I feel that all their records should be expunged. Yes, I believe that too. So the music is a distraction. I don't know. Yes, it is. Oh, the music in the background? Yeah. yeah. The music is a distraction, Will. Okay. So it all comes down to there is that we could be awake as we need to be, but at the same time, our young people, it's the music that has their mind. Yeah. The phones have their mind. You the can't sit at the yeah. table with the young people without everybody having phones. If you were to think about how you all had just went through the holiday that just happened, Uh you was able to eat, but at the same time, how many people checking their phones, doing selfies, taking pictures and all this type of stuff, why are you supposed to be having family time? Right. And it's weird that we have to sit back and say, listen, we have to make it where that we have to extend it and make sure that, listen, if we at dinner, leave that phone on mute or turn it off or because we're going to sit here and have a conversation. Um, right. Parents take their phones away from their children, uh-huh. and the they children get back attitudes. They oh, say, yeah, they be ready to kill you. That's my phone, this, that, and the other, and you're not, not realizing, even. you're not realizing as a parent, you're paying that bill, so you say, yep. well, I'm going to give it back to you in a couple of hours. Give it back to you in a couple of hours. Let me show you something. Let's walk outside. I'm going to show you. I paid for it. I have the right to roof it. Exactly. Now, the next phone, you buy it. But <laughs> as long as you under my roof, it's going to be so. I will take it again. Oh, you ain't taking my phone. Bust them in the mouth. Right. But the thing is, and stuff, it, it, it has gotten to where that the people... You can't even trust your children. ...are so afraid of with these rules. Their children, yes. This is why... They have taken away the phone booths. This is why they have given everybody cell phones. This is why they got free cell phones because they want access to your behind at all times. Not yes. only that, but if you were to sit back and tell your child, if you do it again, I'm going to knock you down. Oh, well, I'm calling 919 uh-huh. and I'm going to report uh-huh. you. Uh huh. By the time they come, I done already done mopped you up. And whoever <laughs> knock on my door is going to receive it too. And then I'm allow them to take you. Because anytime I had to carry you, I had to push you out, I had to feed you, I had to wipe you, but everything that I had to do, they wasn't here for. But we also need to know that. 
we have to stop signing things so fast. And now you can't even chastise your children because they, you, you now you can't even chastise your children. I used to could do back in the day because you can get uh, locked up for that. Isn't that deep? And that's only because we signed that birth certificate, and not knowing that within so many days you have a right to claim your own child. That's where that our people don't do research on or know anything about. Uh-huh. When you sign that birth certificate, you're uh-huh. signing them over to the government. Period. Then you have so many days to claim that child as your child. If you don't claim uh-huh. that child as yours, this is why the the system has a right to well, come to take to take child. them. Uh huh. Exactly. Because like the, the child, the child is not yours. You can do everything for your child, everything. But when it comes down to that little last little straw and you want to sit back and knock them on the butt and they go to school, tell the school, oh, my mother beat me up, this and that and the other, oh, we call it DHS. Now they involved. Next thing you know, they're at your door. Why they're at at your door is because you don't own your children. You don't own your Ah. children. You don't own them. Good information. We all are a corporation. We all are part of the system. Our birth certificate is money. Every time you sign something at the bank, you're signing more money than what you're receiving. Hey, Lady Cho, is it is it true that every black person social security I, number got an even number in it? In the middle. Can you come closer to the phone, please? Or, or because I hear like an echo. Is it true that every black person has a even number? in the middle of a social security number? Um, the middle two you're talking about, correct? Yep. The two middle two. Numbers. I never the, heard of that. If your first three numbers is whatever they is, then you have the dash, then that second two, then the dash and the last four. Is it out or even? Not asking you what your number is. Is it out or even? Mine are both even. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me think. Y'all, y'all, y'all both, both even. even. I'm, I'm really, really black. black. They, they say, yo, that nigga right there, he's black. <laughs> make that, he make it, give him the blue black number. Yeah, yes, but that just answers your question. I was letting the other people that didn't know. Something I know about the volcanoes is coming up. But go ahead, y'all can finish. But it is real. It's it's things that we, even being in the church, I was raised up in the church, and I was feeling that it's something I'm not getting. It's something wrong. The music, please, the music, the music. Please. 
Yeah, so I was raised up in the church and everything, and I I I, I was part of everything. I was choir, usher, um, ah. sunshine band, junior choir. Um, we was in church three three nights out of the week, all day Saturday. Uh, then you all day Sunday. We used to get out of church ten thirty at night on Sunday. All that stuff. It, it, it was something because you had Sunshine Band meeting on Saturday morning. After Sunshine Band meeting, you have Junior Usher rehearsal. Then you got Youth Choir rehearsal. Then you got Trinity Choir rehearsal. So you in there all day. It was like a job at church that you wasn't in there. Right. So, yeah. Then you was going Tuesday night, building fun, Wednesday night, Bible study. Yeah, study. Then Friday yeah, right about night, that. Tuesday was night. prayer and worship. Tuesday yeah, night is prayer and worship, yeah, in my church. But the bottom line is, is that have you learned anything in the Torah? That means what y'all would call the Old Testament or the five books of Moses, have you learned who you are? Have the right. church sat there and taught you, listen, this book is our history, our present, and our future. Yes. Not saying everybody is in it, but it's about us. It's about us. Yes. And it comes down to a lot of people always say, oh, I don't believe in the book and and the Bible was written this way and all this other stuff. I didn't hear it all. Tamper with. Uh-huh. It, it, but the bottom line is, yeah, it has been. So where is that there's certain names in there that, that has been changed. But, um... The new version Bibles, all of them is messed up. All and of New them. Testament. You miss no, 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 not the New Testament. I, I'm saying uh. the new NIV versions and all these other. Oh, versions. okay, that. Okay, the, okay, after, okay. After that. After. Okay. Okay. So after it, that. It's, it's where is that? My whole thing is that being in. In the church building, I would say. Uh huh. Being in the church building, I have been in there most of my life. Uh huh. And the things that I know now, I never heard it in the church before. The church building. Uh huh. Being taught by a pastor, elder, whoever it is, who's even in Sunday school. Uh huh. But they always teach you that. Oh well, anything wrong with you? Anything you need is in the word. Yeah, it is in the word. But at the same time, why are you not teaching it? But you pick and choose what you want to teach us. But at the time, I'm saying that it's because at the time. I was young and coming up in the church, and 
you know how at a certain time you're sitting in back and you're just listening to what is taught because you're uh-huh. thinking that they more yeah. educated on that. They don't went to seminary school on these things. Right. So they're able to break down more than what you know. Uh-huh. So you're listening and you're taking that in. Then you get that emotional feeling of him hooping and hollering and, yes, hollering and screaming and preaching. Uh-huh. And not understanding what is being said to you. Right. So my whole thing was, when am I going to be taught? And who are you going to be taught by? That was my whole thing. When am I going to be taught? <laughs> and being taught means that if I have a question, I can ask you. But they tell you, oh, you got to come to Sunday school for that. Or right. you got to come to Bible study. But study to get topic, right. you have a certain topic. So my question may not be on that topic. So me saying it is organized. Uh-huh. And you can't go off of what it is that they're doing. And and I'm saying it is is their program. Yeah, everybody said that the program is subject to change, and I understand that. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, if somebody come in and they're a bishop and everything like that, everybody stop and let them have words. Okay, fine, I understand that. Okay, cool. But how can you stand for man, but you can't stand for the word? Right. So there is things as as people we have to sit back and think about, not just telling anybody to leave anything that they in, uh, but sit back and examine how long you've been somewhere in life general. How long have you been somewhere and you have outgrown it? Don't you want to do something different? Learn something more, experience some way there's something else. It's like, whoa, I know it's a little bit more to life than just this. And that's what we're not giving our children. We're allowing them to sit back and they're doing their own thing. And parent themselves. And parent themselves. They're doing their own thing. Yeah, But at the same time, we need to sit back and, hey, sit down with me. Let's go over this here. Uh-huh. And they, they're not going to want to hear it until you start listening. Uh-huh. This is what it is. You may think that I don't know, I don't understand, we never went through this and then the other. There is nothing new under the sun. There's nothing right. new. Y'all is just got more stylish stuff than we had back then. Y'all got exactly. Y'all got more electronics yeah. than we had. Yes, they do. But and that's why things are the way they are too, because of those electronics. It's to pull us our families away. Our yeah, families did it away. on purpose. Uh huh. They know what they're doing. It's it's more 
choose this and just, oh, well, I'm going to let my children have this because I didn't have it. I'm going, it's okay. I'll pacify them. Pacify yeah. them. No, I'm, I'm, I got grown children. And if my grown children get out of line, uh-huh. then no, I'll, I'll, I'll pop them, punch them. Yeah. Hey, what just happened? What'd you just say? You out of your mind. What's wrong with you? So it, it's like yeah. we're still parents, but then if they're grown, there's a time that you, you have to respect that they've grown. Yes, but you're still not going to disrespect me. Right. All because you're grown and you're paying your own bills and everything like that. Okay, that's fine. I, I, yeah, but I'm not your little friend. Don't walk mm-hmm. in my house. Yo, what's up, Mom? Who? Right, 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 right. All of that type of stuff. No, come on. We are dropping our standards. Yes, that's to take our household back. Get our yes, household uh, back in order. True, because it's, because Big Mom and them didn't play all that. Yes, they sure didn't. They, they sure did not. But, I, you know, I thank you all for having me, and I'm I'm just going to sit here with the phone to my ear, and I'm going to mute my phone and let you all go ahead on. I really appreciate what you brought to the table tonight. It was some good information that a lot of people need to hear, and also to vent a little bit. You know, that's a good thing that we all should be into doing, deliberate dialogue, talking about these issues, because, you know, by talking to about these issues, it might bring awareness to somebody or something family or something, like I said, somebody might really need to hear this and maybe they will change things instead of keeping them the same way like they were before, you know. So I thank you so much for being on here. I hope that you come back and join us again. I would do that. I would do so. All right. You enjoy your night. You do the same. Be safe, sister. Shalom. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Shalom. Yeah, so we um, that's good to have some people calling in, so we can talk and we can dialogue and we can brainstorm about you know issues and things that are happening, issues and concerns and like things that we need to discuss and get on top of with our children. We need to do this because if not, things are not going to get better. Of course, we know they will get worse. These are issues that are rising in our homes. It's been some time now. We've just been letting it go and go for many, many years now, but it's time to take our household back. Find out what is going on with your children. Make them put the phone down or just let them have some alone time. Maybe they need to do prayer and meditation. You know what I mean? Get in tune with yourself and be your best self, the best self that you can be. And, you know, it's just, it's sad. 11-year-old committing suicide. See, I cannot even imagine what his mother has to go through. I, I talked to her on the phone. I, I can't even say I understand or anything. All I can do is just listen, and, you know, listen to her pain. We have to, it's time to make a change. It's time for change. It's time for a new beginning. We have to. These devices, they put these devices out here for us to be distracted from what is really going on in the world that we need to be paying attention to. 
like we're going to be going to war. We we probably don't even know anything about that. Might be going to war real soon with China and some other countries. Like we we need to really be aware of what's going on and get and get prepared. Get prepared. We need to start getting some health insurance, life life insurance for our children, for us. You know, including me. I was talking about that because you know, like now. We're going so fast, even our children and ourselves, we don't have money for funerals, so we had to make a GoFundMe account, which, I mean, I didn't even know that people out here really, I mean, this is, I know about the GoFundMe account, but, I mean, no, I'm sure nobody really wants to make one or put one up, but they do it because they don't have the money. So I, need, I think we need to start getting some health insurance, life insurance, you know what I mean? So just in case something happens, we can be prepared. Because you never know. Like I said, you could be here today and going today. I try to tell people this all the time. You know, I, I never thought anything like this would happen. He was like a nephew to me. You know what I mean? Like I can imagine how other people are feeling right now. I still think about him all the time since this has happened. My daughter cried for two days straight. She just couldn't believe it. You know, so it's like we have to really, really pay attention to what is going on with our children because we do not want anything like this to happen again. It should, this shouldn't have never, ever happened. You know, we need to find out what is going on in our children's mind and in their lives. Time for a change, time for a new beginning. All right, chill. And, and how do you describe a show like this? Matter of fact, I mean, you know, let me try to figure this one out by going a little bit better than what I just did. Hold on for a second. See it pop the music as it used to pop. And get my lips out like that. Hold the ministry is people, and some people don't understand people. So that's why I don't know people. They don't want to get to know people. Everybody's stuck on stupid, everybody's stuck on something. I don't, I don't. They stuck on themselves. <laughs> that's the best word to say. Because if you can't see it, I'm going to help you all out. It's so real. You see people act bougie when they don't have to, or if they get around a certain situation or a certain place, and they just want to turn up and turn to somebody you don't even know who the hell they is. You're like, yo, what you doing? They're like, yo, shut up, man. Don't mess up my groove, man. You're like, wait a minute, man. You faking. <laughs> and they're like, yo, they don't know it. <laughs> so you're like, wait a minute. That ain't even you. And these people be acting like that's what it's supposed to be. They want to act like something that they're not. <laughs> so how do you how do you deal with those type of people? Well, look, I don't. I just look at it and say, yo, what's up? <laughs> that's the best way. So what I'm going to tell you all tonight is there's another show coming on tonight at... What's it called? 9 o'clock p.m.? 
Lady T. Well, tell me something good. And uh, she going to kill the game. Oh, wait a minute. You know, times you're supposed to just shut up and let the music talk to you. And that's what I was trying to do. I've been listening to the music, right? And then I'll be saying. So back to what I was saying, right? I want y'all to tune in tonight to On Point Radio with Lady T. See, she won't come to you, and if she comes to you, she coming correct. It ain't no disrespect, but this is how it goes down. You understand? You don't even know me yet. But check me out. On Point underscore radio at talkshoe.com. It's going down. It's a Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Tell me something good. Now it's my break where I can talk. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Sound City Radio. I just had to wait because sometimes when you're a DJ, you're not supposed to talk when other people are talking. Or if they're singing. So that's why I know to shut the hell up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is real rap ball. Now back to Lady T, right? She got this thing she's doing, and I'm going to talk over the people that's talking because this is more important. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tell me something good. 9 o'clock tonight on On Point Radio. Pin number 143874-POUND. Then you got to push one pound into the show. 9 o'clock tonight, y'all. It's going down. I don't even know what a topic is yet. I should call her on three-way, you know what I'm saying? Let everybody be able to know. I'm still waiting for Mr. On Point to drop it. But until then, y'all already know what the music sounds like. I'm right up in your ear, though. This is that brother named Shell. Yeah, I got another show. But y'all know me, though. I'm going to tell you something. I'm from Philly. Look what my Eagles done did. Now you want to act like you want to have some kids. Man, y'all crazy. Y'all don't even know about showbiz. Well, hold up. Now I got to slow up because I might blow up and everybody don't know up. Yeah. <laughs> 
over here jumping with y'all, right? Because I thought about giving y'all something that y'all ain't never heard from in a long time. Some of the young boys out there don't even know about this song right here. The old heads do. We be getting in. We be like, you be like. Yo, ain't no way to do it but in the right way. So I got to give y'all something because, you know, this was a heck of a show. And how do you end a show that was so beautiful? Well, let me talk about my boy called Tone Love. He got this new song coming out called Friends. Never know till you know. Do you know who your friends are? Never know till you know. Do you know who your friends are? Yeah, real friends never sell you out. If you caught up in the mess, they'll bail you out. Always got a little something new to tell you about. Snake, shake, or fake, they can smell you out. No doubt, they there for you when you need a hand and listen. A shoulder to lean on, they got a pocket to Give you a hand up, not a hand out. They help you stand up and get it planned out. They've been through a few things y'all can talk about. And in the beat between us, we can walk it out. Agree to disagree, that's how we work it out. But nowadays, everybody want to chalk it out. You get a few good friends in your lifetime. I'm real with them like the pen when I write rhymes. I'm trying to be a millionaire, they my lifeline. No other friends in this world quite like mine. Never know, till you know. Do you know who your friends are? Better know, need to know. Come on, come on. That's my crew. crew. Do, do 
Uh oh. You. What we got? Show love, y'all. How many people down with the tough crew? They're coming out with part two, baby. Another album. And Tone Love coming with his own solo album. Yo, what's up, DJ Killer Cow? Yo, too tough. Yo, too tough crew. Monty G. Yeah, that was Tone Love, y'all. He's coming out with a new album. That's called, <laughs> Do You Know Who Your Friends Are? Yo, I'm just not lying to you. This sounds city radio, and I still got somebody in the building. Yo, is that person called DJ Philly? Joy! <laughs> yes, sir. That's what it's called, DJ Philly Joy. How you doing, Joe? I'm just bugged out. You already know. Like I got a whole bunch of sentences, and they just don't know how to make a paragraph. Yo, is that ain't that a call a story? Yeah, it's called a story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called a story. <laughs> yeah. Yo, can you tell us a story, man? Can you tell us all about you so they know how to follow you? Can you tell me what you, what I got going on? I'm DJ Philly Joy in the house. I'm on Sound City Radio on Fridays from five to seven. The show is called Issues of the Heart. Talk about all kinds of stuff, life, love, relationships. Talk about how to be happy. Talk about sin, death, confusion, all the confusion in this world we live in today. So all kinds of stuff. Every kind of issue to think of, we'll discuss. But I put on a more optimistic point of view, another light. We can have some peace and some hope and some joy in this world today. Um, you can call that number, same number you called before, 724 the pen for Friday is one four three nine one eight pounds. Don't forget that pound, people. One pound to listen and to start Asia Talk. So appreciate y'all. And also on Mondays I'm on Bevnet Online Radio, and that's Monday nights at 10 p.m. That is a show we call Joy to the World. DJ Philly Joy. Um, for the same other spin, where I interview people and do different things, a little bit different spin to the more so on the optimistic point of view. I love to bring that light. You know, because God is light, and I want to bring that light and be a vessel of joy. So I did it on Monday. So we share um, our life, our work in progress, and then also how to tend to be joyful and be filled with laughter and happiness and aptitude of the joyful life and abundant life. So you can listen in on Joy to the World on Monday nights on BevNet Radio, the same number, 724-444-7444. Pen is different. It's 145-234-POUND. One pound of listening and start eight to talk. I got other things going on, people. My sisters keep collecting blankets, sheets, and towels all month till December, December the 10th. My birthday's 11th. Collecting all kinds of sheets and towels and blankets, all the kind of good stuff, toiletries for the homeless shelter. Um, my family manor, Fitton Family Manor, located in um, Whistle Lane, part of the city, Fitton Avenue, living in Philadelphia. So that's where I will be collecting all the things that you have to give. You just let me know where. You can call me on 267 
Or you can email me at joyce.wallace5011 at yahoo.com, joyce.wallace5011 at yahoo.com. Or you can also Instagram me on DJ Philly Joy on Instagram, DJ Philly Joy. So I have raised many ways, ways to reach me. Also, my birthday's birthday coming up, people. You want to celebrate with me my birthday? So December the 9th, there's a comedy show at Treasures, 5549 Germantown Avenue. That's in the city as well, Germantown and Shelton area for Treasures. You can come there some of the nights, and that's from 8 to 12 or 8 to 1. We have some good comedians going to be there. Kenny Ray Walker, he sponsors it. He's the main, main uh, comedian. Also have Smokey coming out. So that, um, a free bus set. Tickets are $20. I can give you a discount. You can take it from me. I've got tickets, 267-235-2436. Got a lot going on, people. My birthday celebration the whole month of December. I'm going to take a little bit light, though. Going to church on Sunday. I'm going to get my, my Spanish eye all filled up. And I love to dance, so we can't go wrong either way. There's joy everywhere. It's joy in serving the Lord, and it's joy in dancing. So, therefore, I'm going to be having a good time on also one more day tonight as well, in morning time, I'm going to do a vision board uh, party, lunch, so to speak. You bring, you can come, uh, bring your lunch money, and bring your own poster board. I provide all the magazines and the scissors and stuff like that. We're going to plan our life out for the next year. It's a work in progress as well, vision board, boarding, and it's planning your life out. So if you have hope and dreams, aspiration, you have a vision, you have things in your head, we're going to put them on paper. So we can see these things being fulfilled in the new year coming. So I God bless y'all, all y'all. DJ Philly Joy in the house. So you could always, like I said, DJ Philly Joy is on Instagram. You can just Instagram me. You can call me on 267-235-2436. Love you. I receive phone calls right now. My message is pulled up. But you can still call me. I get you. God bless everybody. See DJ Till. Got to go. Wow, she just killed the gay. Yeah, girl, I hear you. Wait, wait. Yo, y'all better recognize. Two plus two is four. She about to score. Connect four. No, um, this is South City Radio. We practice freedom of speech, freedom to grow, and freedom to learn and know. Don't forget about On Point Radio tonight at 9 o'clock with Lady T. Pin number one four three eight seven four pound. Don't forget, you gotta push the one pound into the, the show and start eight to talk. Now on this network, we always ask you to be real, be safe, and be ready. Hey, um, Pisces. Yeah. You know, before we even fly out the building, right? You know, you want to say. Do echoing. I know because I'm I'm on stupid mode. Okay. She said okay. No, no, no. Uh. Uh-uh. We got to touch this thing. <laughs> he said, okay. <laughs> I said, I was going to shoot more. He said, okay. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I'm supposed to qualify. You said, all right. Anyway, back to all the thing. Like, people, we got pipes in the building, and um, we thank everybody that called in. Real Wet Ball Radio. Yeah. I mean, Real Wet. I hope um, y'all can hear me. It's your show, man. You talk. It's Real Wet Ball with Miss Pisces. The topic was. Uh, how to prevent suicide and taking back our homes and getting our families back in order, uh, you know, because we are the ones that can uh, change this all around and, and basically in, in 24 hours. But it's going to take some time, though, as well. But I think this is what we need to do. We need to get our homes in order because if we do this, we'll be able to stop a lot of crime, stop the killing. Maybe I need to put them guns down, put those guns down. 
Put the guns down, down. You need to put the guns down now. You better put the guns down, down. You need to put the guns down now. You better put the guns down, down. You need to put the guns down now. You better put the guns down, down. You need to put the guns down now. It's the streets that make so many hitters beat. Here to go to sleep and put his be on the creek. Never said in silence, they put a tag on your toe. Because that's one less thorough hitter they got to worry about, and that's the show. My silent skills are way beyond developed. It's time to wake the hell up, because brothers getting set up on my rhymes. Have a meaning, get all up in you like semen. Wake you up when you dream, I have you screaming like demons. Getting back to the point, so many hitters be jealous. Getting mad as hell, because you live a sweet like relish. It's the same hitters that you knew and grew up with. Smokes and split with. And now you guys skip, you walk the million man march. And still ain't got no heart, cause when the night fall, we all know you're scared of the dark. The dead pays a visit every now and then, cause this soul can't rest, cause you're killing again. All the people that smoke weed and freak with me on Judgment Day, them hits can't even speak for me. You better put the guns down, down. You need to put the guns down now. You better put the guns down, down. You need to put the guns down now. You better put the guns down, down. You need to put the guns down now. Yo, whatever you do is going to come back on you. Later on down the line, I'm going to find out the truth is one stupid mistake got you all caught up. Keeping your mouth shut is the way you was brought up, thinking like you was a roughneck, but it wasn't your style. Somebody gave you a get and you took them out. Cause Chrissy was in charge that got you 20 to life. Now you can't even see your kids and be with your wife. But that wasn't bringing your only child back from the dead. You should have thought about it before you shot this son in the head. And your freedom is gone and you'll never see light. I'm here to speak for the unspoken. Not doing this for spite. So get it right. You got two sides like Jekyll and Hyde. Somebody told me you was a killer, but I thought they lied. Should have known because you always kept a smile on your face. And when you came around the way, hitters gave you a space. But here today and going next week, you better trade in your left. Hit all the cashes you can get because you're going to be leaving the debt. And all that money you made is going to the community church. Even your family hurt because they put you down in the dirt. Every minute there's a cold-hearted killer born. Every second there's another. Life just gone, but is it ever going to stop? I guess not. Because hitters got to reach the top and get the cream off the crop. The jail in the grave ain't the place to be. Uh-uh. All for dollar bills and for luxury. So keep bragging, saying hitters not to mess with me. Backstabbing, because ain't nothing in life for free. Because the same hitters you tell don't mean well. Some of y'all going to jail and the rest from burning hell. So you better straighten up before you reap what you sow. What goes around comes around in this life, you know. You better put the guns down, down. You need to put the guns down, down. You better put the guns down, down. You need to put the guns down, now. You better put the guns down, down. You need to put the guns down, now. You better put the guns down, down. You need to put the guns down, now. Yeah, y'all ain't ready for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on some conscious stuff these days. Queen Conscience. Yeah, that's my name. Besides hey. Lady Pisces, Miss Pisces. Yes. You ain't about that life for real. You better get your family in order so we can stop the killing and be about peace. If not, these people don't care about us out here. Our whole race would be the same. We won't even be here any longer. But it starts at home first. When we say out, it means 
obviously we talk, but we have a caller. So I could not leave you without pulling them. Talk about my sleep. Hey, call you live on the air before we hung up. Yeah. What's up? Shalom. How you doing? Shalom. I'm back. I, I, I just had a question. I, I, I like what you just read. It, it was awesome. Very good. Thank you. Very good. Very good. <laughs> My question is this. Knowing that the Oklahoma shooting at the church, right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that there was other shootings at the church in the past, mm-hmm. do you believe that churches should have security or people should arm themselves when they are in church? Well, me personally, um, a lot of people don't know this, but I grew up in the nation of Islam, so I go to the mosque. It's in North Philadelphia, but at our mosque, we have to get checked. Everyone gets checked. The women check, the sisters check the sisters, and the brothers check the brothers. We've been doing mm-hmm. it like that for years just because... Um, you never know, people are crazy out here. They might try to kill people in the church, the past and all that. So they might need to start that because this is getting out of hand. It's now like almost becoming like a trend. You just find any church with people in it while they're praying and kill them. Uh-uh, that's unacceptable. So I do believe that we should, the churches should have it as well. This, like, you mean somebody coming, when you come in the front door, some churches, like my church, that I used to go to around the corner because I'm real spiritual. I go to both because I, I need all the spirituality I can get. But I'm just saying the church around the corner that I was going to at the time, they had people that greet you when you're coming in. They're standing like right there in the lobby. So if they can have somebody greet you, they can have a metal detector or someone um, checking you. I do believe this is what churches, all churches, should start doing. So, yes, I do. What? I agree with that. Well, the whole thing is and stuff. It's it's not something that, as far as them having someone check you, but mm-hmm. it's more so by a lot of these organizations. Um, a lot of the churches have a lot of women, more women than men. Than men, right? And and knowing that, um, but not just saying churches. Any type of organization that people gather on a regular set day, okay, that uh-huh. you wasn't really thinking about that type of situation. Uh, but when I was when I was younger in in church, um, there was a situation that um, um, these guys was beating on some guy outside of the church, and a guy ran into the church. And the guys came in there, finished beating them up, pistol whipping them in the church. Uh, 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 uh. So then you have where is that some churches have taken the offering, and the guys sit there and wait. Until it was full or whatever, and they take the money. Mm-hmm. Now I'm 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 just saying that to say that as far as I, I was just watching something not too long ago on YouTube about how 
our people are now arming themselves. And they said that um, on last Friday that they had double the amount of people that they had in previous years ever apply for their gun license, Uh I I mean, Uh to purchase. Uh So so they're saying right now that they have had more people applying for guns than they ever had since Trump has been in office. Uh And it's something that makes you think, like, what are these people preparing for? I mean, like, honestly, you could look up on YouTube and see children practicing how to shoot and can yeah. shoot. Right. Hit the targets while they're moving. Yes. While they're moving. But you don't see our children doing that. You see them out there wasting bullets. And there was one time I said to someone, I said that, if they know what the prophecies are, they need to be saving those bullets because one day you won't wish you had them and don't have them. But it's saying that nation against nation, that means that a race against another race, not us against this country and all this type of stuff, that's going to happen. When it's saying nation against nation, they, that means nationality against nationality. Because, because country against country is happening. Kingdom against kingdom is already happening. So it's going to get more intimate for... Our people. So when you was singing your song, your rap, and uh-huh. I heard it very clearly, but at the same time, and that question had came to me. Uh huh. So it's the thing in which that right now they want to take them from everybody legal. But you right. still got the criminals that have them, uh-huh. so you're still going to have a major problem. Right. What you're supposed to do? Shoot a slingshot at them? Right. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. What do you? So that's why. I, but I, I understand that we pray and we're under grace and everything, but at the same time. As a people, should we be looking into protecting ourselves? Because the word tells us that the Messiah, he told to the disciples to sell their coats and go buy a sword. But the church don't teach anybody that. Right. But I was just asking a question. Should we, our people, be arming themselves, legally arming themselves? I mean, I don't know what to say about that. 
because, you know, money is not supposed to be out. Like, you're trying to protect yourself. I mean, I don't, I think all homes should have an ABC system or some type of, might have to get some type of protection in the home if everybody else is doing it, but my protection is God. So, you know, I, I, that's what I go by. I go by faith, but I do believe in getting an ABC system or something like that. She just says a lot of faith when we're sleeping. I just told my mother something about that when uh, I moved to get an ABC system. She said, you know, you got bad doors and balcony doors and windows and all that. So, I don't know, but I, I, that's a good question. Like, and maybe that would be our next topic on should we start, you know, having guns and protecting ourselves, going to the gun range, and that would be a good topic to start the next time. But if we don't put them down, and I mean, we're killing each other with the guns. We're not even using it for, like, if we had to defend ourselves and our families, like, you know, if this martial law start or a race war, this, that, and the other, we're not looking at it like that. We have to protect our homes. We, we're killing each other with the guns. And that's over territory and drugs, over women, men, dumb stuff. It's because of our people are having a lack of knowledge of what's going on around us. It's because they only watch certain things. And there's certain things, I, I mean, like, I feel that since all these movies is always about killing, stop making movies about killing. And stop doing it because you want to take people's rights away over this and that and the other. Well, stop making these type of movies about killing and shootings and stabbings and all that type of stuff to make your money. I love because this is the show on Netflix. It was called 13 Reasons Why, and they had all the teenagers watching it. So I asked my son what was it about, and he told me, and uh, I sat down and watched the whole thing with him. So it's basically about um, a girl that's being talked about in school. You know, they're um, slandering her character and her name and just talking about her, making her feel bad about her stuff, and she reported each day of the moments leading to her committing suicide. And they actually showed it on the movie with her cutting her wrist in the tub. And a lot of children watched the show called 13 Reasons Why. Mm. It was very, very deep. All the, a lot of the youth have seen it. Because my son, he knows the latest about everything. He came to me telling me about the movie. And I said, you know what, like some mothers, they wouldn't even care. They would just be like, oh, okay, oh, that's what it's about. Or, you know, okay, they're just not even paying attention. I actually said to him, well, let's watch, let's watch it. Because he goes probably try to sneak and watch it anyway. So I want to see what he is watching so I could see where his mindset is at and see what they're showing our people, our youth or whatever, on television. So I watched it, and I was really amazed by it. I mean, I, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. It was just really showing how a young girl was in school and talking about making her feel bad about herself, and she recorded each day up to the moment of when she actually her wrist. Yeah, well... So that's what I'm saying. We have to be careful what they're watching, you know, like, what they're well, the listening to. Yeah, because right now and stuff, even with them watching it 
with you or behind your back, anything. But the whole thing is, so we don't know what they're learning with their little friends, why they're away from they're us, and everything like that. So it's where it's at. That's why it's so important to talk to them. And, and then they're not going to tell you everything anyway. They're not going to share with you okay. in details of everything because cause they think that you're going to, oh, well, she's going to better. I need to stop, you know, talking to this person, hanging with that person. But they don't see it as as we having a shield of protection for them. It's like, oh, you don't understand. It's cool. I'm not about that. But after a while, I mean, not saying that your son or or anybody else's child, but if you if you hanging around kids who smoke, eventually you're going to get curious and say, let me just have a puff. Let me see what it's like. Then then it's going to be like, all right, man, let me hit that. Then it's going to be, all right, can I get one? And after a while, they're smoking. So it's like we can't protect them from everything. We can't. But to sit back and try to guide them to our best abilities and and pray that they are having the information seeking into their lives and stuff. Because there has has been times that there is things that I've shared with my children as they grew up as teenagers and stuff. And then as they was getting older in their 20s and stuff, they would sit back and say, I remember when you told us about this, and here it is, we're going to it now. I said, nothing changes. It just happens in a different way for y'all because y'all have more, y'all seeing more. We never uh-huh. had 24-hour TVs. Our TVs went off at a certain time of night. There was things we didn't have a phone in our room next to our bed, texting all night or all that type of stuff. We never went through those type of things. Uh So it's things that y'all have access to that we never had. So with us now seeing so much being older and like um, he was talking on earlier as far as this North Korea thing, they talking about getting ready to do something. Uh-huh. This stuff is serious. But then at the same time, oh, they ain't going to do nothing, Mom. Ain't nothing happening. I understand how you feel, and I do understand it. But at the same time, I'm I'm just sharing the information with you so that you know if I'm not with you, drop and get up under something. Mm-hmm. That's all. I, I, I mean, because we never know what's going to happen. But right. at the same time, they've been threatening us for the last year or so, or even longer, about the economy is going to crash. But the thing is, when it happens, there's going to be so many people 
who are not prepared for anything, or because because of the, because we thinking that it's not going to happen. It, it, just like the flood in Texas, they didn't think that that was going to happen. Once it happened, I mean, people didn't have anything. So as we see things happening everywhere, these are signs of things are changing. By us being older, we able to see it. But the children would say, oh, it's because we wasn't able to see all of that before because we got Internet now and you're able to follow more news and all this type of stuff now and it looks more crazier to you now. No, it's more things that's happening now that we never, ever experienced. Um, in California, it's, uh, but they had 200 and something earthquakes Within a, um, a month time frame, I don't care how minor it was, but it was happening. Wait a minute, did you just so, say 200? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, no, 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 stop, yeah. stop, stop. After 10, everybody thought it was stupid. You said 200. Yeah, 200 and something earthquakes within a month's timeline. Yeah. You know, they had on Channel 10 News today, early this morning, that the volcano over there, wherever the heck is that, is is just keep on shooting up lava and the air. Like, I mean, not lava, uh, they shoot up smoke, all the smoke and, and ashes. And the planes can't. Oh, that's where it's at. Yeah. And, um, and then people can't get out of there at all unless they go by boat. Yes. they stuck and stuff, but they have been warning them all along. Evacuate. Evacuate. Uh, so that's why the best way to get anywhere, the best way to get anywhere is by submarine. Because if you go by boat, all the ashes that's coming off the daggone volcano, you on a boat, it's going to land on the boat, and all them ashes going to be on the boat, and God knows what the volcano ashes are infected with. <laughs> are they radioactive? But nobody knows. But the problem is that if you notice, anybody trying to get a submarine, man, but they don't know what's in a they don't know what's in a Loch Ness monster. So you say, yo, help me. I'm in the submarine. I'm at this quarter down, three quarters down, three day deaths. And they're like, yo, look, right? We gonna think about you, but we ain't gonna get you. <laughs> the Loch Ness monster. That's what you're trying to call the Lestiathan. <laughs> there is an animal down there. There is something down there. It's called the Le- Lathiathan, and there is another creature called the Behedian, Behedian, the Behedian, yeah, there is some creatures that man cannot kill, yeah, that was created, I believe, on the fourth or the fifth day, one of those days, but People don't know that because they don't know how to teach that anywhere. But it's in the book. Yeah. But I'm um I'm gonna hush up and let y'all finish out because I know it's close to your closing. And thank you again for having me. And I will say good night. Shalom.
Yo, you going to cheat, right? And just get out of here like, like a little English muffin, right? <laughs> Funny. Funny. Now, guess what? All that blood is on your hands. You can't say nothing. Now, chump. Hey, people, I don't know she's getting sad. I'm going to tell y'all now. Y'all better wake the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like, look. I'm gonna belittle you. Look, look. Keep on acting like you want to buy a new daggone device all of a sudden because they cheap. Think about why he cheap and he's so intelligent. Ooh, ooh, whatever my head is, George. <laughs> you forget it. Look, I'm sorry I called you that. I know I shouldn't have said that because I want to. I probably fit the program. Nope, wrong one. <laughs> I said it, and y'all can't even see it yet. Pisces, do it. You gonna shut me up, <laughs> brother? Pisces, does you talk to me, Pisces? I don't know what happened. Keep talking, chill. No dead air. Go ahead. Keep talking. Go ahead. She said, go ahead. No, I don't hear her. I don't hear her. Go ahead and talk, chill. I don't hear her. You keep talking. All right. Well, I'm going to say this. Um, people, <sighs> Lady Q need to say exactly what she needed to have just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> We are really in the, see, you just put us in the phase of like, um, that's not a good word. Um, see how it sounds? It even sounds funny. Um, see what I mean? I did it three times the same daggone way, and it still didn't work. So whatever you're about to say, can you say it so you don't have anybody thinking about an explanation? No, because I, I I was just going to say that I heard them talk about earlier as far as um, how to prepare for something like that. And so, I don't know. Just watch the preppers, I guess. I mean, they crack me up. I be cracking up off the preppers. They just be tripping me out. I'm serious. They trip me out. That's all I was going to say. Back to you. Well, yo, man, like I said before, there's a lot of knowledge to be learned and, and heard. So when you say things, then other people say things, and people with the same mind say things, don't you think that could be an uh, actual meaning? Like, if people say intelligent things and people... <laughs> I'm so sorry, people. I hate to talk to y'all like this, but sometimes some people don't know how to catch on when they have to catch on. And it's sad because they don't want to catch on. Why? Oh, that's a disturbing word. You don't want to say why. 
because then you have to give them a daggone answer. Who wants to answer when they already know why? I think the why is they just don't want to do it. <laughs> They're like, I want to stay in the dark because we're here and I got to worry about the people saying something about me because they don't know where I'm at. Where am I at? In the dark. Come on, people. One day you're going to give it light. One day you're going to wish you had a light. <laughs> Ooh. Because <laughs> you remember, things can play with you in the dark. They, they can play some really good games in the dark, man. Y'all don't believe about the dark. Why you think they call them witches and goblins and freaking demons and devils? What the heck? Why would y'all be <laughs> y'all think y'all immune? Yeah, that's what it is. I'm sorry. I think they think they're immune. So, if you want to lose, I got to go. So, I thank y'all for tuning in. And I got to go because Lady Pisces says so. Hey, Lady Pisces, this is your show. I don't even know how to say yo. I don't even know how to say anything else, though. So you want to say bye, so you know. I want to say bye to everyone, all the people that was listening tonight to the deep topic and discussion that I was talking about um, for the last couple of hours. I want to thank y'all, and I hope y'all join me again. Thank you. Be blessed. So when I say out, it means obviously you talk. So who's out? With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.